You show who dis. Welcome to the Luke Kidgel Hour. Don't start the timer yet, Reese, uh, because we only start the timer once we've hit. The official buzzer. Now, the buzzer is still uh, coming in the mail. We don't have a buzzer yet, but we do have a buzzer sound effect. So, Reese, are you ready to start I the am. Luke Kidgel Hour? Yes, let's Brand go. Brand new show. Let's get it right. Three, two, one. <coughs> We're off, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the new show. Uh, and it's exactly what it is. If you're new, welcome. Great time to start because we've just rebranded. Um, not a lot's changed. I just got rid of the sign behind me. Um, Robot Reese is here. My uh, resident um, Android <laughs> producer. Uh, Reese is going to be here. He's got a few jobs. Um, he's going to be the official timekeeper of the podcast from now on. And if you can't figure out how long it goes for, then That's you're great. not welcome here. Yeah, what did you say? We're screwed. Yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I've read some of the comments during the week, and yeah. um, I think we're fucking screwed anyway. Some of you will be like, so wait, how long is this going to go for? <laughs> the amount of dumb shit that we get in our inbox at lukehidgelpodcast.gmail.com makes me concerned uh, for human evolution as a whole. Um, but yeah, so what the show is, is going to be, it's in the title. It's going to be one hour of Luke Kidgel. No more, no less. Just me. And Reese is obviously here keeping time and also reading your emails and just in general, I don't know, hope, hopefully not malfunctioning no. in the corner. <laughs> uh, if you don't know why Reese is a robot, it's because he never pisses. I've never seen him piss. I'm convinced. Lies. Well, I've never seen you piss. I've seen you walk into the toilet and change your oil, but I've never <laughs> seen you. And I only think he does that because they've recently programmed him to try and you know, uh, what's the right word? Uh, live amongst the humans, like acclimatize. No fit in. What's another word for fit in? What's the intelligent word for fit in? I would have just gone with fit in. Yeah. I, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so I haven't got anyone. Uh, you'd think if you're a robot, you could be like, beep, 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 beep. it's, you know, damn one point to being a human. It <laughs> doesn't have a, th a thesaurus in his head. I can't even fucking say that word. <laughs> Uh, but this is the first time I've ever done a solo podcast with someone else in the room. It's, it's, it feels good. It's usually pretty lonely. Usually um, it's like me and the camera. So you might see me occasionally glance across to Reese, um, look in his soulless eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and then look back at you guys. If you're an audio listener, things probably won't change other than the quality of the show is just going to be better. But what I wanted to start with was the reaction to the change. So last week was the final ever episode of Memoirs of a White Guy and what a chapter that was. And I asked you guys to send in some predictions of what the change would be. No, because I just said there'd be a massive bombshell. This was like pre the episode. I was like, there's going to be a huge bombshell. And what I was announcing was this, the Luke Kidgel Hour. But people, no one predicted that. No one predicted a rebranding episode one of the year uh, or me quitting. Fair enough. You know, it's weird to quit episode one of the year. Um, people thought I was going to get engaged or I was engaged. People thought I was announcing the engagement. Pump your brakes. I'm 24 and, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. Uh, a few people thought I was pregnant, which is awesome. And um, hang on, I've got them up here. You guys were just so far off. A lot of people thought I got new shoes, which would have been wild because I just got new shoes and they're getting newer by the day. They're not even close to heritage listed like my Vans. My Adidas kicks are fucking fresh still. They're still warm off the press. Um, here was, here's was uh, Charlie thought Jamie from The Bachelorette was going to be a guest on the show. I wish. God damn. Actually, I don't wish. He, he Actually, that man scares me um, a little bit. Good on him, though. Um, someone said, uh, you have proof Reese is a robot. Um, that was from Dead Inside. Oh, that was the dude that spammed the fuck out of the post. One guy 
last week reacted to this change so poorly. And I was saying this last week. I get it, guys. I'm white too. I hate change. I have wheat bix for breakfast every goddamn day. If you even so as offered me cornflakes, I'd throw them in your fucking face. Okay? So I, I hate change too, but sometimes change is good, particularly when it makes you seem like you don't run a white supremacy podcast anymore. Um, that's what Abby sent me. Uh, v- very lovely message from Abby. But, uh, and I think this really explains the reason uh, for the change. Uh, she's gone, uh, this is amazing news. I love the change. I was once called out by my Indian boss for listening to your podcast. He totally thought it was a cult or something super racist. <laughs> and someone commented on the show last week going like, oh, Luke, you missed on a great opportunity to call the podcast the White Power Hour on the rebrand. Hey, man, <laughs> that actually is a cult. <laughs> then Reese and I will be in here with pointy ass fucking hats on and it'll be a way different vibe. Um but yeah, so that is one of the reasons why I changed the podcast. The main reason is because I want to be a successful comedian. And um, if your name's in the title, that's usually better to sell tickets. Um, and that's it's purely business related, guys. I'm a hustler. You got to respect the bag chasing abilities. Um, so yeah, this dead inside guy, true to the name, just live, almost live tweeted his reaction to the podcast under my post. Um, I don't even want to encourage this behavior because I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not like saying this is good. I fucking hated it. Uh, he's gone, wow, I suck at spelling. Wheat Bix is good. And then spelled Wheat Bix wrong, but I guess he's self-aware of it. Uh, memoirs of a white Luke. We aren't in this together. No one is singing with you. Don't change if you don't like it. What the fuck? And then he's gone, changes suck. So at this point, I've gone, hey, dude, shut up. 21 plus comments is a great way to get blocked because you got to tell it like it is on social media. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys and be like, I love all ya. <laughs> I don't. You know, I can't choose to listen to this podcast. Some of you evidently are dead inside. Um, and then that person's gone, sorry, but you made me mad. And I went with the feelings very mutual. So I own that 14-year-old. Got him. Oh, we need like a maybe a, a flame sound yeah. effect for when I flame people. R- write that down. Yeah. <laughs> I have a guy now to write stuff down. <laughs> write down epic burn sound effects. <laughs> um, anyway, so this guy was just, d- didn't handle the uh, change well, but that's all right. It's okay. I promise, guys, it'll be fine. Um, I've got this. And thank you very much for coming back if you hated the change, if you're listening to this. We appreciate everyone here. Um, pretty much except if you spam, spam comment on my Instagram. If you're going to spam comment, do it on YouTube for algorithmic engagement. Instagram, complete waste of time. Uh, so yeah, people reacted to the change poorly. Some other predictions uh, that I liked just before we move on were um, I enjoyed the one uh, people thought my big bombshell was going to be that I didn't lose my paw paw for once. That was from Joshua Bell. Uh that would be a big bombshell. However, not the bombshell. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're back, guys. Feels good. Feels real good to be back. First actual bit of content on the agenda takes place. It took place two weeks ago. And I've been waiting for the first episode of the Luke Kidgel Hour to... Uh, what's the correct word? Um, aggressively complain about it. It's... Reese and I went out for beers. We were discussing the whole change. And then we had a, a, enough to drink. Yeah. You actually tapped out at the uh, Luke and Lewis Christmas party. I did. And as you were, you were very disappointed. <laughs> no, I was just shocked because, and Keelan was saying the same thing. Reese is the type of drunk person where, see, if you guys probably got a read on Reese right now. You're probably thinking, oh yeah, I think I, I think I get his vibe. You get it. That's him drunk. He doesn't change at all. <laughs> like he could have 10 schooners and be like, hey, hang on. Like, and I'd be like, what up? I can just control my alcohol. 
no, but you go to be like, I need to stop. I'm fucked. And I go, but you don't seem at all. And you go, but I am. <laughs> like you were like, I'm about to die. But your brain was like, yeah, we good. Uh, I'm just good at hiding it. Maybe. You are. Yeah. I think it's because you're quiet anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's why I thought it'd be so funny. Like if, if Reese was just here, because <laughs> I was like, how do you feel about maybe being on mic sometimes on the podcast? And you don't really want someone who jumps at the opportunity. He was like, uh, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, he's perfect. Get him on. <laughs> Always get someone on who, ha- who mildly hates it. Um, so I've shoved him in the corner of this very small room. And um, yeah, anyway, so Reese and I went out for beers. I then caught the train home. And I haven't been catching the train much at all in the last year. I think I've caught the train twice since the start of the pandemic, since like March or almost this time last year because I went on the regional tour. Then I was touring and doing shows away all March and then everything got locked down. So it's probably been, I've probably been on the train twice in the last year. And every single time I'm on the train from now on, I have a new rule. I am only on the train if I'm going to get intoxicated or if I am intoxicated. Otherwise... Not catching the train. You know why? Because I'm an adult and I don't have a job. The, the only real reasons to catch a train are catching a train to work. Fair enough. And it's great. Environmentally friendly. We love that here. Woohoo, Earth. Um, and if you're drunk or if you don't have your license. But if you're an adult, grow up and get your license. Reese is odd. Reese catches the train here and he does have his license. I, I just don't have a car. But it's also to work. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, you, that's still one of the two acceptable to yeah. reasons. Yeah. Swear to God, clear. I swear to God, if you were coming here for leisure <laughs> and, and not to get pissed, I'd be furious. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was uh, catching the train home, pretty intoxicated. It was on a Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. We, uh, we, we went our separate ways because we're on separate train lines. And Reese dodged a bullet because this is what was in my carriage on the way home, wasn't even that late. This is like 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah 10, 10, 10. p.m., not like 2 a.m., which is where you expect to hear this. I swear to God, this is the loudest I've ever heard a group of girls on a train. And you know how often when you film something on your phone and something that's really loud like fireworks or V8s or something, the phone doesn't do justice to how loud the sound actually is in real life. This is still sounds incredibly loud on the phone, yet the phone doesn't do it justice to how much my ears were bleeding. This is what I had to deal with for 40 minutes on the way home. Now, I'm not, this is the only, (laughs) I'm not going to say that. (laughs) I will. This is the only pro gun law (laughs) (laughs) argument that I have. (laughs) I'm against shooting people in general, but I swear to God, they wouldn't get away with that in America. (laughs) If they were on the subway doing that shit, someone would have, someone would have done something about it. That's all I'm going to say. Now, I'm not saying we should shoot 16-year-old girls. I'm saying we should think about it. You know? Yeah. And that's not a death threat. No, it is. Um, <laughs> Reese is like, Jesus Christ, I don't know why I agreed to this job. We're going to get cancelled episode one. <laughs> Nah, guys, we shouldn't shoot him. But God, we have to do something. You know, you know what we should have done? Shot a gun in the air. And <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, a warning shot. Yeah. And they would have been like, what the fuck? And I would have been like, that is how loud you are. That's been you singing, dude, it kept going, <laughs> right? They started doing fucking single ladies. Put their fucking hands up. Oh my god. I got a headache. 
I did have a headache. And it wasn't from the beers. <laughs> oh, my God. They put their hands out. Even I can get a ring on it. Nah. Okay, and I know I've been paying out 16-year-old girls a lot lately with the, with the TikTok trashing and... But there is an epidemic of teenage yells. And I know there's a lot of 16-year-old girls who listen to this podcast, I'm assuming, right? And I just want to say, I'm not. it's not all of you. And I know this does not reflect the majority, but God, it reflects about 25% of you. And that's too much, I think. I think we can all agree, you know about one in every four of your friends are that annoying if you're 16. I remember being a 16-year-old boy and being like, I mean, I was probably worse. We were probably like, you know, probably actually, we act. I don't think I've ever been annoying on a train. No, I would have. We're quite loud. Like when we talk and joke around, I do remember one time a junkie told us to shut up and it very well could have been us or it could have been the ice that he was on. So I'm not sure, but that's, I don't know, being loud on a train, that ain't it guys. And the vibe on the carriage was like, what do we do? Because like they were they were like fifteen or sixteen. I don't How many know. other people in the carriage? Oh, like twenty. Yeah, packed. Yeah. I mean, not packed, but like enough people yeah, enough, to yeah. be like, shut up. <laughs> like there was people coming on and then moving into the other <laughs> carriages. There was people walking down and moving to the carriage. Um, but there was a little part of me that was like, I wonder, I wonder how long. They're going to keep going for. I was like, I wonder if they'll they'll lose energy. Because like that's so much energy. So just be like, put your hands up. And then all of them collectively go, <laughs> like they're doing a Mexican wave. And I'm like, how into Beyonce can you get? I mean, I love Beyonce as much as the next person. It's Queen B, but I'm not putting my hands up, you know? Anyway. But yeah, they did about 30 to 40 minutes of that. Um, It was... Yeah, it was bad. And I sent that video to Reese on the train and he's like, suck shit. I got a real quiet trip home. Also the only one in my carriage. Oh, (laughs) God. And you know what? I'm an idiot because they were being really loud on the platform as well. Okay. And I I almost predicted it. But I was like, no, that won't be that bad. Like, I'm like, they're 16. They're old enough to be respectful in a train. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, crazy. So, um, yeah, none of that. And this almost brings us to our new segment. The new segment was called, I don't know who needs to hear this, but. And that was a great example of that segment. I could have used that in this segment, but I have too many other examples. So, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but hey, if you're 16, don't scream on a train. Train, tram, train. Um. Here's my first one, right? And I want you guys to email them in, lukekidgelpodcast at gmail.com. All right? I don't know who needs to hear this, guys, but put down the drone and spend time with your kids. Okay? And that's the first one we're doing. I was at Phillip Island a couple weekends ago with Meg. There's this bloke clearly having a midlife crisis flying around what's probably like a $200 drone from JB Hi-Fi just on the beach. Fair enough. It was a nice night. Great place to fly a drone. It was a little invasive. I kind of felt like we were eating Chinese food um, on the, you know, on the, like the, the, the beach at the back, you know, on the grass. And I got the vibe that he was like filming us eating. Like he was like kept on flying the drone near us and then hovering like 15 meters in front of us. And then I thought it'd be funny to just to just give the drone the finger because I knew the guy would have like a little camera on his phone or something. <laughs> and I gave the drone the finger. And then Meg was like, what the fuck? We have to sit here in front of the 15 minutes. I'm not even close to done. And um, that was pretty funny. So then we had to sit in that awkwardness of, I'd already given this guy's drone the finger because I'm a bit of an asshole. And, uh, but yeah, this guy... Look, I don't want to disrespect him too much because he was probably having the time of his life. But he had like a two-year-old and a three-year-old. I don't know how old kids are, but they were like probably toddlers swimming in the ocean unsupervised. He's clearly gone to his wife. Oh, don't worry. I'll take the kids down to the beach. And uh, and then he snuck the drone into the car. You should always never take your eyes. Isn't there a whole government campaign? Like, don't take your eyes off kids in the pool. They can drown in 10 seconds. Yeah. Dude, this guy was like five minutes of his head 
just in the air, driving this drone around. It blew my mind. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who needs to hear that, but if you're going to take the drone out this weekend and you're having a midlife crisis, maybe just spend time with your kids. Uh, Meg and I started supervising the, the children, you know? Jeez, that sounds creepy. Meg and I were eating Chinese food, watching some kids on the beach. But but no one else was. You know, these kids were, like, in the water, you know, swimming. Or, like, not swimming. They're just standing there, splashing around. And I reckon the dad maybe looked over at him twice in 10 minutes. It was real. It was some solid parenting. So, yeah, I don't know who needs to hear that, but I reckon I just saved three a three-year-old's life right there. And I got one more. And then, I'll, and then the next week's we can do a few of yours. I got one more. Guys, I don't know who needs to hear this, but having a car as your profile picture on Instagram needs to stop, okay? It's more like an intervention, this segment, really, if you just select groups uh, in society. And it's not a bad thing. If, you're, if you feel personally attacked by this segment at any point in the future, um... That's okay. It's actually the point of the segment. Um, I would just say it's it's not a diss on you. It's a diss on your personality and the way you act, and that can be changed. You know, so I, I it's fine, and I'm I'm not open to it as well because it's up. You know, I am open for uh for something that I do being targeted in this segment. With uh, your guys' emails, you might be like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can't just eat wheat bix every single day of your life and think that's healthy, you know, with sh- with heaps of sugar on it. And I'll be like, boom, ouch, that's me. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, what am I trying to say? I have no idea. <laughs> no, yeah, neither do I. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I'm not open to, um, no, fuck, what am I trying to say? I'm not. Guys, I don't have a brain. And now I don't know who needs to hear this, but fucking think. All right, and that was me. I needed to hear that. But uh, yeah, I'm sick of being messaged by cars on Instagram. I reckon 40 people maybe message me a week on Instagram. I don't know. I don't really count. But like maybe 40 or 50 DMs from humans and then like about 10 to 15 from cars. And they're always, it's so odd. The cars are always between 15 and uh, 25 years old and they're always male, these cars. And they always say in their bios like, oh, I like FIFA and I like cars. You know, these, these cars never seem to have much of a personality who messaged me. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you are one of those Instagram cars, you know, because it's so weird, like you get messaged from someone and they're like, hey, mate, I listen to the show. And, you know, and it's just like, I didn't know that many Ford Mustangs. Well, they're not, Mustangs aren't Fords, are they? They are? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Ford, yeah. There was like one of like this real nice Mustang and I was like, I didn't realize this many cars were listening to the podcast. Dude, there was like a one of those um, Dodge Challenges was listening to this show last week. Message the podcast Instagram. Yeah, it was just like, hey, mate, big fan, looking forward to the rebrand. I was like, holy shit. So many cars listening to this show. So if you are a human, if you're one of those cars, that's fine. Obviously, that's you and your profile picture. Keep it. But if you are a human being and you're pretending to be a car on Instagram, um, maybe switch out that profile pic with a personality and go from there. Because we're talking about this with the guys from Luke and Lewis off air. I don't think it made it onto the show. But I don't know. Car guys, I get it if you're like, I don't want to shit on car guys because I think it's a cool hobby. I, I love when people like fix them up and they like, you know, are full into like, yeah, I get parts and all that shit. That's cool. But the strangest car guy to me is when you have that guy with like a lowered car, the big subwoofer, like the, the the spoiler on the back, usually a Subaru, and the dude knows nothing about what's under the hood. That blows my mind. He's like, yeah, bro, I like cars. I'm like, no, you like the Fast and Furious. You like watching Vin Diesel pretend to drive cars, right? You like Vin Diesel stunt double driving cars. <laughs> That's what you really like. That that is the you, that is like I don't know why it rubs me the wrong way. Whenever I meet a dude who's like I'm like what do you do, bro? And he's like I like cars. I'm just like oh, 
And then you have the next 10 minutes of conversation at a party with like a, a human doorknob of, of just, just like a brick. You might as well just be like speaking to a fucking door at that point. I've never met a guy who's like, I'm into cars. And then, and, and then in the next five minutes, I might make you laugh. <laughs> I've never met him, you know? Reese is into bikes. But I, again, you just like riding them. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I just like riding motorbikes. And that's awesome. I don't, I'm not mad if you're just like, uh, I don't know, cars is a weird one because it's like, I personally don't give a shit about what car I drive. I'm like, you know, still rocking my 2004 Subaru Impreza. Dude, it gets me from A to B. And that's great. That's why I love cars is because I don't have to walk. Um, but And I don't mind like the old car guys. You know, there's guys that they're like, yeah, man, I, I do this shit up. But I, that's cool when they do it up in their shed and there's a hobby and a talent there. It's so weird to me when people just like buy like not even expensive cars, like $10,000 Nissan, Nissan Pulsars and then just like race them down Sydney Road. Do manies. Know? Do manies. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like that. It's like in Angry Boys where like, we just like fucking go up and back. <laughs> Those are what those guys are. <laughs> it's so funny that those guys are like also big fans of Chris Lilly and Chris Lilly is just openly going, I fucking hate people like that. <laughs> Cause they probably watch it and go, Oh true. That's what I do. <laughs> but like, that's not the joke. The joke is that's what you do. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've, I've gone at people before in this podcast um, uh, who drive manual. And um, people didn't like that. Oh, didn't like that at all. Like, oh, look, you don't get it, man. You like, feel the drive. You're like, cool, dude. Um, and then I think I'm pretty sure I said something pretty immature about you must love touching knob or stick. And they fucking hated that. Yeah, because there's one thing car guys hate more than talking shit about cars. It's being called gay. And uh, they don't like that at all. And I'm not saying car guys are homophobic, but I'm saying that they're not not. <laughs> Reese, there's no episode two. We're getting cancelled. I've just, I've just used... This episode. Yeah, it's 2021. I've said the word gay. Even in context, it was fine, but you can't say that word anymore, guys. Ah, oh, fuck. Maybe I should come out now. <laughs> and we're all good. We'll drop another bombshell. Yeah, guys, another bombshell. Oh, fuck. The battery's dead. Oh, <laughs> the camera says battery exhausted. <laughs> like like it was just puffed. <laughs> We're back. Sorry, our camera got super puffed out. And now we are filming on not even my high school camera from 10 years ago. We're now filming on a camcorder. <laughs> like, this is the most ghetto podcast setup of all time. It's because I'm waiting for... My charger still, um, I think it's coming on Monday. So I have, should have, everything will be back to normal by next week. But I lost my charger at the Luke and Lewis Awards show. Um, also, I forget that not everyone listens to Luke and Lewis. And I said the Luke, the, uh, I was like, oh, I lost it at the Lugies last week on the podcast. And there was people commenting like, what the fuck is the Lugies? Do you mean the Logies? Why are we at the Logies? Uh, me and Carl Stefanovic are boys. But uh, guys, wait. This episode of the Luke Kijalawa, the first Luke Kijalawa, is sponsored potentially by you. That is right. Well, I'm not looking for a sponsor, although I wouldn't hate it, but the Patreon is how we pay for this. If you want to jump on my Patreon, you get the Luke and Meg podcast, and that keeps, uh, that means I can keep paying my robot workforce. Um, and obviously, people have said in the comment section that. He doesn't need to be paid because he's a robot. That is not true. Well, people have said that and there's been rumors floating around and I haven't taken on board their feedback yet, but God, it seems appealing. Um, Might have to get work safe if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, but in order for Reese to keep being paid and this podcast to keep going, it, uh, unfortunately, podcasts are not free to make, but they are free to listen to. Uh, you get the Luke and Meg podcast clip. Oh, sorry. You get the, the I was reading. I'm Ron Burgundy. I was reading the fucking whiteboard that we have, and it says podcast clip. And I went, I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, you do get the Luke and Meg podcast, and here 
is a clip from the last one. Meg accidentally went to a rub and tug. Yes. I may have accidentally ended up in a rub and tug. Getting rubbed and tugged. No, I didn't get <laughs> tugged. I did get a very bad rub though. Mm. So, But you're a female, so needed- it's not called a rub and tug for you. No, it would be it's like, like, a be pe- like a petted and wetted. <laughs> no, it would still be a rub, but it would be. You don't really get numb. tugged. I don't know. Rubbing a glug. Ew. <laughs> Ew, gross. Why is it glug glugging out? So, so I go into this place, um, and I was just gonna have like a look at it just to see. You can kind of get a feel for what those places are gonna be like when you go in there. Like if it's dirty, then you fucking leave, yeah. right? So I walk in. Usually you can tell by the amount of erect men in the foyer. Yeah. So (laughs) There you go. If you want more of that, it gets pretty juicy. We talk about stuff that we'd never talk about on a public podcast uh, on there. We talk about fuck stuff. It gets way too personal. And the people on the Patreon already love it. So we'd love to get you on there. We're trying to do that really consistent this year. And that podcast is a heap of fun. Um, And if you... Don't know Meg. Uh, we do a bunch of videos together on YouTube as well. She's my girlfriend. She's very funny. Um, also, just with Patreon real quick, this year I am going to be doing some Patreon meetups. The first one, uh, if you want to get in my Discord, will be um, Sunday the 7th of February. We're debut- debuting my Weepix Cricket Kit. The one that I won in the cereal box competition. There was a little bit of chat in the Discord going, Luke, have you give, have you given it a run yet? Have you hit any sixes? Have you bashed any fucking balls over any fences? And I sadly have to say no. Hasn't been used yet. So we're going to debut it with the people in the Discord. We're going to go to like a beach or a park area in Melbourne on Sunday the 7th of Feb. Area is not confirmed yet. Location isn't confirmed. But what is confirmed is a whole lot of Wheat Bix cricket. Uh, a few beers and a great afternoon. So if that's something you're interested in, jump in the Discord tier. And by the way, I'm going to be changing the amounts of my uh, Patreon benefits at the end of February. So you have one month to get on at the what will be a discounted rate of $3 or $6 a month, depending on the tier. That is going to go up to $5 and $10 because we're offering a lot more now. Um, so yeah. Uh, and also, if you're already on the Patreon, don't worry. I think I, it shouldn't fuck you. If you're already on there and if you get on there before the end of February, you should be able to keep the same benefits uh, on the $6 tier or, or whatever you sign up for on. So it'll only affect the new people. So don't don't freak out if you're already in the Patreon, all right? You don't have to pay an extra $4 a month. Um, so yeah, this episode sponsored by you. Thank you for your support. Next on the agenda. Um and by the way, send your I don't know who needs to hear this to Podcast at gmail.com and Reese will be sorting through them during the week. You know, beep, boop, beep, boop. I don't know what you do, but like, yes, I'm assuming. Do you make noise? You're pretty silent, robot. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, you are. Mm. Um, Reese's friend tried to burn him during the week to me. All, all Reese's mates try and give me dirt on him, like on Instagram. And he's like, oi, did you know Robot Reese owns a Bazinga mouse pad? <laughs> <laughs> like from the Big Bang Theory. And uh, I did know that yeah, already. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen yeah, it before. Part of the reason why I hired him, you know. <laughs> Reese is the whitest man alive. Other than me, he's the second whitest man We're alive. Very similar. We're so similar. It's crazy. Who's your favorite band? Blink-182. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. We both like Blink-182. Way too much. Uh, when we go to, I drop Reese off to the station and pick him up. We exclusively play Machine Gun Kelly to and from, and Reese doesn't hate it. He loves it. <laughs> we dress similar. We dress similar. He's quite literally wearing Bachelor Rose socks <laughs> and Well Gym merch. <laughs> you are essentially just a caricature of me. Yeah. Or maybe I'm a caricature of yeah, you. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. Yeah. I'm budget Reese. <laughs> um, but yeah, Reese and I have been working together for oh, over a year now. Yeah, just over, just a, year. over a year. Yeah. So I feel like you went. You were mentioned sometimes, maybe towards the end of last year. But I guess at the start, mm. you're always just this behind the scenes guy, this mysterious yeah. editor mysterious. that I had. Yeah. Um, but now he's no longer mysterious. Now he's publicly known publicly as known. <laughs> uh, a robot, a Blink One Eighty Two loving robot. robot. <laughs> 
He's like, I love fucking, you know, oil in my sockets and all the small things. <laughs> and that's what you like. Uh, guys, we need to talk about the constant levels of disrespect that I've been showing on the gram lately. Oh, my God. People have been bringing it up to me. My friends have been like, what's up with, with these new levels of disrespect? And I'll give you an example. Uh, this was probably the best example I can think of. Hang on, I just got to bring it up. I was obviously down at the beach, and it was I was down at the beach on the day that everyone went back to work on that Monday. I think it was like Monday the 12th or the date that most of the workforce in Australia was like, all right, time's up. Unless you're a teacher, you're pretty much going back to work. And I posted the most disrespectful shit um, on my Instagram story because, again, I don't really have a job anyway. So uh, I was still at the beach chilling in the sun. Just got to find it on my story. What date was it? Oh, this one. It's a picture of a sunny beach and a pier. And I go, just wanted to remind everyone who went back to work today that my life is better than theirs. And not even just today either. It's probably heaps better in general. Anyway, suck shit. <laughs> now, that's pretty disrespectful. I had a bunch of friends message me saying like they saw that on their lunch break <laughs> of their first day going, fuck you. Um, and all I've got to say about that is, what else is Instagram for? That it's, it's the only purpose of Instagram for me is obviously building an audience, sure. But it's the main point of Instagram is showing that your life is better than others or pretending even. Mm. I wasn't even having that much fun. Like I was just sitting at a beach. I'm sure it's better than being at work. Sure. I, yeah. I wasn't a pleb like, you know, in the, at the workplace, but I wasn't like even having that much fun. I just wanted to piss people off and man, it worked. You know what else? I, uh, and I did this on purpose. Cause again, I'm, I'm a bit of a dick. I go to Meg, I was typing it out. And then I re, you know, I usually try and proofread it, particularly if you're going to say something arrogant like that. And I realized, I was like, oh, I've used the wrong there, you know? And then yeah. I go, <laughs> and I just, I just <laughs> smile at Meg and just hit post. Because <laughs> I was like, if there's one thing, you know, because some people, the people who <laughs> will be mad at me posting that will be also mad at a spelling mistake. Or, or a grammatical error. And man, it really fired some people up. And then I just like rubbed it in. The next story, I posted a picture of me uh, eating cantaloupe. And everyone was like, it's rock melon. You're eating rock melon. And I, and I knew I was going to get that. But guys, admit, if you had like a bunch of followers on Instagram from time to time, it's you'd also do the same. You'd, you'd uh, you know... You'd rile up the bull. You'd, you'd rave, you'd, you know, all I was doing was just waving the red sheet in front of all my followers going, come on, run at me, go on, go on. You just got to poke the bear sometimes. And it's very funny when the bear bites back. So many people. What do you call cantaloupe or rock melon? Do you call it's it rock melon? Yeah. I call it, so that's the thing. I call it cantaloupe, but I know a bunch of people call it rock melon because yeah. I've had this argument with my friends before. Mm. I think they're correct. I think cantaloupe Probably, yeah. is the American way to say it. But I thought rock melon was the green one. Maybe. maybe you know, like the green yeah. cantaloupe? Yeah. And it's shit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were just like, got mad at me because I was just eating. Like, I don't give a fuck what you call it. It tastes like shit. A lot of people were just angry at me eating fruit, which is, that's how angry people are on Instagram. I think people at this point go out of their way. I mean, obviously I go out of my way to provoke people. But people also go out of their way to nitpick as well, which is kind of why I provoke people. Um, it's very funny. But yeah, if you are the type of person to correct someone about their grammatical errors on Instagram, uh, you absolutely need to do better shit with your life, for sure. But anyway, guys, and I will not stop, by the way. I will keep, keep pretending my life is better than yours because that's what the app's for. And I wouldn't want to, I'm pretty sure it's against their community guidelines to be humble on Instagram. I think you actually have to uh, rub poo in the face of your followers. Cause that's all the influencers do. Any like influencer that I follow is at a beach twice a week when I'm not. And they're just like, you know, out here living. And it's like, all right, well, I've got some followers. Why don't I just whip my dick out once in a while 
and Turkey slapped 71,000 people emotionally. <laughs> so, people it sounds a bit you? creepy when I say it like that, doesn't it? Do many people unfollow you? From um, uh, I don't know from that, but yeah. if lots of people got angry yeah. and like not even like people that I know, like people in my Discord yeah. were like "fuck you," like people who pay me money were like "I fucking hate you." <laughs> people who are usually a fan of me were like really against it. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem as well. When you like that, only fuels the fire. Yeah. I'm. What you don't realize, guys, is I um I've been in this game for maybe four or five years now. I've read death threats about myself. I've read horrible things people have written about me. Someone saying, "Oh, Matt, you used the wrong there." Um, I don't know. It doesn't cut me too deep. It might. It may have back in the day, but if anything, now it fuels me to um uh, use the wrong your. You know, occasionally, like sometimes I will admit it's completely accidental and I'm just an idiot and I use the wrong, I often say his instead of he's, uh, I'm a moron. I'm not saying I'm not. And usually it's warranted, but there's a couple of times where I will write out the wrong one and then go, ah, oh, that's wrong. And then go, oh, I don't care. It's Instagram. And I go post. <laughs> and the same people that like correct me or like, Hey mate, use the wrong there. They're typing TikTok comments are like, like with the letter U when they write U. And it's like, I didn't know kids were still doing that. Did I already rant about this in the podcast already? I don't think so. No. Oh, was I just ranting to you about it? Maybe. I feel like I told you one day, it was really pissed me off. One thing I've been, that's been plaguing TikTok and, and I can't believe I talk about this app because I, you know why? Because I only spend about 10 minutes a day on it and it's the worst 10 minutes of every day. <laughs> This has become like a weekly thing. As it is. It's like we it. should have just a TikTok bashing segment. We should make an opener. Like Luke shits on fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, don't no one clip that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I think I maybe have talked about this, but I'll say it again. Fuck him. The reason why people used to write. So say if you're writing the word you and you're trying to be short about it, you just write the letter U. Or if you're writing what, people will used to write W-A-T. And now the reason why people did that was because you used to have to pay per character for text messages. Like when we were really early teens, I think my first phone was like that. Yeah. Where it was like you have, it was like a tweet. You had like 150 characters and then otherwise it would go on to then be double the cost if you went yeah. over that. So people would type like sparingly, using their letters sparingly. There's no reason to do that anymore. It's unlimited. It's free. And even on a TikTok comment, you can type in English. Yeah. Really? Like you're not even really saving that much time by just writing Y-O-U. Like it's not that hard to just be like, oh, I'm just going to type like a person with a brain, you know? But I, I so that's always confused me about like current early teenagers they write in incomplete sentences on purpose like they'll be like or they'll just like replace a z yeah, it seems to be getting worse like was yeah i saw was written the other day on tiktok w-a-z it's like you haven't even saved time yeah you're just a dickhead <laughs> you just can't spell <laughs> it seems to be getting worse like each generation it gets worse i know and yeah. we sound like fucking boomers right now <laughs> going like the kids are just like they don't get it back in our day we used to write coolies with a k <laughs> I'm no fucking MSN, <laughs> but um, I don't know. That that just it doesn't even piss me off. It just makes me think they're dumb, but I guess they don't care what I think because I'm a boomer to them, yeah. and I am. I'm complaining about that I'm on a fucking podcast. <laughs> That's pathetic. I'm actually worse than them by far. <laughs> like <laughs> they're wasting time doing it. I've wasted about five minutes talking about. <laughs> Um, now, this is the Luke Kidgel Hour. How much time are we on? We have got 16 minutes left. Fuck, it's a long time. <laughs> I feel like Tracy Grimshaw. Yeah. I'm just doing 60 minutes and minutes, yeah. and it's a bit shit towards yeah. the end. Yeah. We should just start talking about supermarket prices. <laughs> the war between Coles and Woolies. I'm a Woolies man. Fuck Coles, dude. You know, you know, you know what else is going down, down, down? Their stock price, man, after this podcast. Woolies all the way. Nah, that that splits a room. What, are you a Willie's guy? Uh, probably Coles. <sighs> get the fuck out. <laughs> I've been fired. Yeah, get, dude, that chicken Kiev sucks. <laughs> that, it's the worst chicken Kiev. I'd rather 
Eldie Chicken Kiev. I don't even think they even serve Chicken Kiev. <laughs> Man, because the Woolies Bakery is to die for. Like, I will go to Coles. Like, if, if I'm in a supermarket and I need to get, like, milk and bread and I'll just get a few things and I see a Coles, I'm not going like, oh, I'm going to look up where the nearest Woolies is. I'm not that brand loyal. But there is a Coles and a Woolies within 100 meters of each other in Eltham, our local shops. I will never go to Coles. I'm not strolling down there. It's in like, it's in the underground, underground dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a dirty Coles. But I feel like, I feel like I should like Eldy more. Eldy seems like, Eldy, you know what? Eldy supermarkets are laid out like my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen their alcohol range? Isn't it just like rip-off versions of like, cru- there's like rip-off cruises, cruises yeah. and rip-off uh, German beer and yeah, rip-off rip- yeah. draft. And rip off Furphy. Yeah, it's like it's much, like yeah. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Blurphy. Can <laughs> I have a Blurphy? There's actually a beer called Frothy. Frothy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually not a rip off beer. That's just that's just bad beer. <laughs> that's that actually tastes like urine. Um, but yeah, LD supermarkets are laid out like the way my brain thinks. Because like I'll go in there with a plan, and then I'll be like, "Oh, a kayak," you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> That's what my brain does. And whoever the fuck laid out their store, I almost get it. Like, you'll be like, oh, and I need cheese and I need dairy. And all the dairy's in the same spot. And you're like, oh, new desk chair. You're like, I don't, maybe I need a desk chair. And it's like, oh, it's, and they have their special buyers. Special, yeah. Yeah, like, like fucking vacuum cleaners. You get like a Roomba for like 200 bucks. Yeah. Cleans your whole house. It's great. Man, Lewis got one of those, um, those, what are they called? Roombas? The, the, what are they called? The, the, Remote the circle, like, uh, like Android. Yeah, You'd yeah. know if you've related to them. <laughs> You're the robot vacuum cleaners. <laughs> I should just get you to suck my floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis got one of those circular vacuum cleaners, and Keelan. <laughs> I'm just like reflecting on this now. The saddest 15 minutes of my life. We had a lunch break once where Keelan and I sat there in silence. Or like we were talking just about the vacuum. We were pretty much sitting there in silence, just watching this vacuum clean their house. And it was like a sport. It was the most entertaining shit of all time. It would like get stuck on the carpet and we'd be like, oh, oh. And then it would go, and then shoot off and we'd be like, hey. It was great. Speaking of sports, we've got 13 minutes left. You have invented a new sport. Yeah, I did. Meg and I invented a new sport. I like that you were like, enough, enough of the rumba <laughs> stuff. That was great producing. You're like, you, you're losing them. You're losing them with the rumba stuff. <laughs> we peaked it, sucked the floor. Move off it. Uh, yeah, Meg and I started a new game. Uh, we've been frequenting this one pub in the city, which is going to be my comedy festival venue um, called Kicks, right? It's... It's near Melbourne Central um, and it, there's a balcony and that's where Reese and I went out for beers. Meg and I went there. I've been there three times. At this point, the bar staff yeah, are like, do you live here? <laughs> like, and it's a real weird because it's like we're the only white people ever there. Yeah. It's almost exclusively Asians that go to this bar. Mm. and But they're Asians that like love to drink. Man, Asian? But everyone says Australia has a fucked drinking culture yeah. because of how many Asians are here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's true because yeah. of how much how many Chinese people live here. It, they drink like fucking champions. Yeah, they've all got like, like it's so weird. They're, yeah, they're like five foot four and they could drink me under the table yeah. without even questioning it. They've all got they order these big beer towers. It's great. Um They're my people, to be honest. They like fucking arcade machines and drinking. And that's what this bar has, arcade machines and, and drinking table, yeah. and a pool table. We've never used it, though. We should. Um, anyway, so they have this balcony. The funnest thing to do, right, is it overlooks a street which has a public toilet on the street. Uh, and it's one of those silver box public toilets. I'm not sure if they have them interstate. I don't really I don't really like think about that stuff when I tour. I'm not like, oh, what's, what's their public toilet set up like? But we have them all around Melbourne. And they're electronic robot toilets that have a 10-minute timer on them as a safety reason for, like, so people can't go in there and shoot up or hide from the cops or get stuck in there. So when you – I've been in one of those toilets before. When you click the button to close the door, it goes, closing door. And then it goes – and it's like, you have 10 minutes remaining. 
nine. And then it like, it'll give you like updates. So it's like five minutes remaining when you're taking a shit or whatever. Um, because because there used to be one near Albert Park. I've never done one in the city. One time yeah, I've, yeah. I've taken shits before in Albert Park before running events. All right. Because I'm not going to shit myself in a state championship. Right. I'm not an animal. Um, but yeah, I've been in these toilets before and there's always like a real race to get out in time. Not that like I think that I would need 10 minutes to do what I need to do in there. But the added pressure of only having 10 minutes. Because mm. like if, you, if someone was like... Mate, take all the time you need in there. Go take a shit. We'll see you soon. It'll probably take like seven minutes. But when there is a clock on you, yeah. for some reason, it's so stressful. You're like pooing. Like, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. <laughs> like, and then, um, so what we were doing, we were up in the bar on the rooftop overlooking this public toilet, which I knew was one of the 10 minute ones. We were then timing people. I had my little watch on here, right? I was going, and then someone would walk in and I'd be like, <laughs> just... <laughs> Start the timer and boy, oh boy, was it fun. There's a lot of elements to the game. There's commentating it like it's a real sport because uh, it is. Um, there is timing. Obviously, there's predicting if people are shitting or pissing because like you can kind of tell by people's energy when they go in. Mm. Like if people are like, like quickly and if, if people really run in there, they're usually pissing because they're usually busting. Yeah. But I noticed everyone who was shitting in there does this when they walk in, they go, they kind of look around and be like, oh, that's shit. Or they could be doing something else. True. They probably, it's, it's, it's in the city. Yeah. yeah. There's probably, they're probably doing drugs, but I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But one guy went in there, right? I went to the toilet. I came back and I go, Oh, is he still in there? And Meg's like, yeah, he hasn't moved. And it's been like eight minutes. And this is the long, longest one we've had so far. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is it. The door's going to open on someone. <laughs> this is going to be the best shit ever. We're going to see some guy with his pants down in the middle of the street. And this is going to be great. <laughs> it gets to nine minutes. And Meg and I are like, fuck. The door's not opening. And you can tell when the door's about to open because the door goes, there's a flash. There's a light on the door that's like one, two, three. And then the door will slowly slide open. And I was like, oh my God, there's been no flashes like this guy. And then it gets to 9.30 and we're like, oh my God, we're going to see this guy's nuts. This is crazy. <laughs> this guy's, because I know I've been in this toilet before. It, it would be like 30 seconds remaining. Like it, it doesn't screw you over. It's not like the door just like goes, ha <laughs> <laughs> Here's you with your pants down to strangers. The door doesn't catch you off guard. Um, and then it gets to 9.45. The door still hasn't opened. And we're like, what the, f oh my <laughs> God, dude, you got 15 seconds. Get the fuck out of there. Then at like 9.50, we see the flare, three flashes. It opens. The dude looks visibly flustered. <laughs> he's, he's just doing up his belt. Like you can tell he was mid shit when it was like one minute <laughs> remaining. <laughs> and he's wiped. You can tell he's wiped and flushed and put his pants up in 50 seconds and it was a credit to the man and by the way no women went in there the whole time it was all it was all dudes. dudes there was we were sat there for two hours playing this game not one woman wanted to participate in a public toilet situation i understand why yeah there was graffiti in the toilet graffiti, yeah. i'm pretty sure a lot of people were in there doing uh narcotics and fair enough i mean what else that's yeah i mean not fair enough it's bad Tis mm, tis. A bit weird though. It was like Megan were there on like a Thursday night. And it was like six p.m. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't understand. I don't have an addiction, but like, that, that seems excessive. Is to that me. night we were there? There was like a line out the front of that toilet. Yeah, it's so weird. It's in the middle of a road as well. It's yeah. like in the middle of a crosswalk. So the best part was watching people cross the road and then going like, oh, "Am I gonna?" Pay? And you watch them pee, and then like there was one guy like where his girlfriend just ditched him. Like he went into the toilet and she just kept walking and she thought about waiting for him. I was like, nah, fuck it. She just walked off. And the main clientele using the public toilet were just Uber Eats drivers parking there. Oh yeah, behind it. Yeah. Their mopeds or whatever they drive. Um, what are we up to? We've got six minutes. Six minutes. Good. Cause I got one more story. Yep. Um, guys, there was a 12 year old at a gig that I did this week. So I'm back doing stand up. It's been heaps of fun. And by the way, Tickets are going to be on sale in like two weeks for Melbourne Comedy Festival. There's some regional Victoria shows we've slotted in. And also, I think Adelaide. 
So get ready for that. Jump on the mailing list and you'll be the first to get them. And please jump in first because these rooms are like, you can only do it at 50% capacity. And last year I sold like half the tickets in a week. So therefore they may sell out. I don't know. The, the, each room is different, but I wouldn't risk it because uh, I'm doing very small rooms because you can't get a big room this year because of COVID. But uh, anyway, so that's going to be on sale soon. So I'm back doing gigs around town. And I was doing this gig called Laughs on Ligon. Great room. Usually when I do bars and pubs and comedy clubs, whatever, it's like over 18. It's just the general rule. It's just like it's at a pub. There was a 12-year-old in the front row, like actually 12, grade 6. was wild. And I was with his mom, and it was right at the front. It was He was a meter away from me, and it was so off-putting. I don't know why. I was just like, because I, I was trying this new bit where the bit involves me to say the word fuck a lot. Like it's part of the joke is like using the word fuck in a certain context. And the mum, ironically, didn't give a fuck. I mean, fair enough. That kid would have learned. I wouldn't have got anything. When I was 12, like when was the first time you went to comedy? Um. Probably 20... Oh, so you were like... An no, 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 2015. So you were like 18. Yeah. Yeah, same. I was like 18 when I went to comedy. And I'm glad because maybe I was, if I was 16 or 17, I would get it, right? But this kid, I'm, I was just like... There was comedians talking about like, you know, doing drugs and like fucking and all this stuff. And it was just throwing every comic off in the night because you'd be like... Some some guy was like halfway through his coke bit, you know, and then he's like, yeah, anyway, we'll like, and then he just looks at this kid as he's like miming himself, snorting a line. And the guy was like, no, nah, this, this feels fucking wrong. Eh? Like, and then, but the mum was like, keep going, keep going. I'm just like, you, it's almost like you're, you're training him. He's like, oh, and here's some shit you should never do with your life. Cause like, and also open mic comedians are not good role models. Like if I had a 12 year old, I just wouldn't put him in that environment. Not even because of what they, what we say on stage. Like you're, you're like getting like the, you're all open mic comedy is really. And I don't want to trash a bunch of comedians, but like at the open mic level, it's essentially just like a congregation of people that are on like everything often, everything else in life has failed for them. So and then someone's gone, you should try doing comedy. Because <laughs> there's a lot of like 40-year-old people who get into it. And it's I always wonder, like, good on them for taking the plunge, trying to do something different. But often it feels like an excuse so they can come to their AA meeting and be like, no, I was at the bar because of comedy. Like, it's almost like they're, they're in their head. They justify, like, being at a bar on a Wednesday by going, yeah, but I did a type five, you know? So... All I'm saying is I wouldn't bring a 12-year-old into that environment. And uh, the best thing that happened was I was doing this joke about religion. I just referenced this, uh, I guess, something that everyone understands about religion, common knowledge, and the crowd laughs, and then the mum goes into the kid's, like, ear. She just goes, and I see her whispering. I go, oh, did you just explain that... um, because it's a joke about alcohol and spirits. And I go, oh, did you just explain that alcohol is like that Jim Bean is a spirit? And she goes, no, no, no. I just explained religion <laughs> in two seconds. She, she, she explained like thousands of years of history and the concept of religion in this, in this amount of time. And the kid was like, oh, <laughs> what did she say? Was she like, oh, there was just like a book and shit. It's a whole thing. Like, what did she say? Oh, it started a bunch of wars. Like, how the fuck do you explain religion to a 12-year-old in two and a half seconds? I don't know what she says, but maybe this well, mom, I was judging her for bringing her kid there. Maybe she's a fucking genius. Maybe, maybe she's got such a, like, maybe there's a word that I don't have in my vocabulary <laughs> that just <laughs> immaculately describes the quite extensive concept of religion. There's a subject at school. Yeah, what do you at know some by schools. 12? What religion is? Yeah, it was just this joke about, like, I just say uh the father son and the or, like it's a joke basing on like the spirit like and, and the joke is like uh i'm talking about old coal and obviously there's spirits in church or whatever like that, that it's like a play on word there's a play on on the word spirit is essentially the joke so i thought oh maybe she was like oh um 
Jim Bean is a spirit because I thought he'd know that religious, yeah. the religious re- reason. Maybe should have, maybe the kid because he's twelve doesn't know. I didn't know much about alcohol when I was twelve. I don't think I would have known what Jim Bean was. Mm. I would have been like, "Is that a beer? I don't know." Um, but yeah, when she, it was amazing. It just brought the house down. Just the concept. Oh, are you about to stop me? No, we got thirty seconds. Oh left. my god! So the rule is that Reese has to stop me exactly on an hour because it's the Luke Kidgel hour. And we don't want to do any more or any less. And I, I can't have one more thing to say. You got... Anyway, it was really fucked, guys. Please uh, share the podcast around to a friend. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Send in your I don't know who needs to hear this uh, stories or whatever to the podcast email. Are we stopping? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> See you, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>